Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Old School. Again, be careful out there. If you're in the car, be careful. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. That's all I'm going to say. It's a little, 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 little messy out there, so... Take care of yourselves and uh, get home safe or get to wherever you're going. Get to PBA. Get there safely. Look out for everybody else. Look for people walking. Look for people driving. Be careful. Um, So the news that Casey Thompson reaches an NIL deal, and, of course, the particulars and details haven't been shared, but that's not necessary. Uh, What it means is some sort of commitment and exposure at a high level for Casey Thompson for this program. Like we're not doing NIL deals for folks that aren't considered in the game plan, aren't supposed to be a big part of it, can't be uh, one of the faces of the program, uh, has to be one of the leaders of the program as well. Right. Uh, What does it mean for Casey Thompson to be a person that's been added to the the folks who are part of the NIL program? Well, I'm sure it just means for him – you know, obviously, you know, he was committed to coming back regardless. Obviously, you know, when you have a hurt shoulder, you don't have a ton of options. Now, Adrian it went to Kansas State, but I think that deal was in the works for long before he went down there. But uh, so, I mean, it's nothing that probably Casey, I guess it's just confirmation for him. Um, it's confirmation that you're going to have a quarterback battle. When that quarterback battle will start, most likely won't be until after spring um, and going into fall camp. Um and so Casey's job right now is to get as healthy as, as possible and then obviously be able to get in the playbook, which we obviously we know he can do um, and will do, and then come out there and compete. And so, you know, I think, he, you know, they know that they got two capable quarterbacks, or at least they know they got Casey that's capable. They feel that Jeff Sims is, is fully capable. Then they're trying – they're going to eventually see who's the best or how these two combinations can work. And so um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes – you know, when we're in, I don't know, May, June, and then we kind of get towards, you know. Spring game matters. Yeah, but Casey won't be healthy, though. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Well, it's a chance to see. It's a chance for Jeff Sims to get out front. Sure, yeah. And to make get, a statement. Yeah, yeah. And they'll, and they'll do everything. First of all, every every coach and coordinator is going to try to set it up to the for the guy that is playing, if they're, you know, the, one of the guys to make them look good. So you'll be able to see – you know, what they saw at Georgia Tech and, and so forth and so on, and probably a little bit. They're not going to give away anything. Um, you know, the biggest thing is going to be inter-squad scrimmages, learning the offense and executing. And, um, 
It'll be interesting. I mean, I think it's just – I think it's a good problem to have for them. They have a guy that's played in the Big Ten, uh, played pretty well at times in the Big Ten, and played actually really well under some adverse conditions. I don't think that was ever – that was actually out of his hands, and I'm talking about um, the play calling, the setup, the protection and stuff. I mean, I, we've talked about that into the ad nauseum, but um, – but for him to look down the barrel and be as effective as he as he was, and then the ability to bounce back when he maybe started a game slow, so forth and so on, those are the things. Regardless, unless Justin Fields is coming in here, which he's not, that you can't overlook, and that's what you can't be. I mean, you got to be happy that that's what you have in your back pocket. Now you got the like uh, Jeff Sims to see what he can do, and he has a lot of improvement to do. He has to get healthy as well, um, and then prove himself day in and day out, and. Just like every other position on this team, uh, it's up for grabs. Don't think that just because Anthony Grant played well last year, don't think A.J. Allen is not going to try to come in and, you know, maybe take a few few carries. And don't think um, Johnson, the freshman from Minnesota, is not going to try to take carries. Don't think uh, Ramirez isn't going to try to get some carries. Uh, don't think Gabe Irvin is just going to sit around and not do anything. And so there's competition in every single position. And so there's some guys that, you know, they probably like to win positions um, or be contributors or have a role. But then also nobody should be going to sleep and, you know, was it January 18th tonight and thinking I got something sewed up. You don't have nothing sewed up. You got a new coaching staff. Everybody has a clean slate. And so there's guys that hadn't maybe gotten a chance last year that have been waiting for this chance. Um, Is there somebody that comes to mind when you say that? Well, I mean. Somebody from the depths that people don't normally talk about as somebody that you think could actually help them. There may be somebody. I, mean, I think the first guy that comes to mind is like Jamari Butler. Mm. Um I think the freshman running back from Minnesota, uh, I think his last name is Johnson. Um, Emmett Johnson. Emmett Johnson will do really well on uh, this system because he's a little bit bigger than uh, A.J. Allen, more physical runner. He's a tough kid. Um, so I think he, he'll be in there, and I think you can never have enough running backs. Um, you know, uh, in you know as far as, the, you know, we, don't, we, have, we have the same defensive line, and we only got one guy, Judy, right? So we're right there. So, um, you know, but, but Jamari, you know, makes sense. Um, but they brought in a ton of outside guys. So, you know, you kind of wonder what's going to go out there. And then especially with receiver, you know, we got, it seems like we've got a ton of receivers. We just added two that came back from the portal. Um, so everybody's going to get a fair sh shot to make it. Uh, the roster won't, won't look the same after spring as it does before spring. And that's just part of college football these days. Um, and that is what everybody signed up for. That's what happens when you get to this point, when you're, when you've lost so much and not, not reached the standards that have been, you know, bestowed on you and, and, and haven't embraced it. Um, and that's part of competition. It sucks and it's not fair, but that's just the way it is. Where, where do you put, uh, Castaneda Garcia and, and bets when it comes to big 10 receivers, where do you put them? They're, I mean, I'm not worried about the big 10 receivers. They got to be worried about making the team right now. I mean, well, they, well, that's I mean, I mean that, that's the, literally the answer. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're just like everybody else. I mean, the only guy that you could probably think like you roll out of bed and you know kind of what you're going to get is Marcus Washington. Um, you know, the other guys that they brought in, whether it's you know, was it weeks or leaks or whatever from Baylor, he's coming off injury. A uh, young man from Virginia, he's coming off injury. Um, but Marcus Washington obviously produced and, and became somewhat pretty consistent down the stretch. Now, by no means is he cemented as the number one and thinking like, okay, well, he's going to be playing on Sundays in like 12 months. But 
he's a guy that you can feel like you can depend on, and everybody else is fitting in there. I mean, is that room good enough? Do, do you, well, do, do you go in the transfer portal for more? Is it, what, I don't think. You, I mean, dang, how many more guys can you get? Well, I'm, 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 I, well, I mean, if you have twelve guys and none of them the guy, you don't have. Well, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out where your where your top six are real soon. You're going if, from winter conditioning and all that stuff, and you're you're gonna find out. And then you got to think, there's some guys that are coming in as freshmen that probably you you know might redshirt, but some of the you know the older guys that are more established, which is I think is a good idea with a. A very, very young, very, very young and green wide receiver coach. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can say he's a grinder or not, dude. You're 23. You're half of my age. Okay, that means I've seen 23 more years of football than you. And, but that doesn't mean you can't get the job done because there's a ton of coaches that start out like that. But that's what I think. Which actually, you got to give the recruiting department, Matt Rule and whoever, kudos because. They'll say, okay, look, we got a young coach. We believe in him. They, he wouldn't have hired him if he didn't believe in him, right? You, you get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. then on that case alone, you okay, we got to roll with it, right? So he hired him. He believes in him. He knows him better than anybody in this state because he know, he's worked with him for a few years in Carolina. He knows what he's made of. But the best thing you can do, understanding this is the biggest job anybody on this staff will ever have, and I don't care about Penn State. So you've heard it here before. This is the end-all, be-all. You're not going to get any bigger than this. I know guys in the past didn't think so, right? They is, didn't is the Panthers' job a bigger, bigger? This is the biggest job. Anybody on this, whether they want to admit it or not, this is the reality. And this is, what, this is where this is the biggest job that anybody on this staff will have besides going to, like, Alabama, Ohio State, and those dudes. So Nebraska's like five. So this is the biggest job that you're going to get, and this is give me give me state. give me a definition for that because that that that's what do you mean? Rub. This is the biggest job. It's it's pretty simple. My, you, you ain't going to get no bigger. This is a program. This is a life changing job. This is a legacy type. Even as it as it currently stands, or or what it should be. Well, no, no, it's not about where the standing is. When you step foot at Nebraska, mm-hmm. your legacy is. They're not worried about what you did at like Shattering State. Once you become the head coaching job here, mm-hmm. this is what they evaluating you on. This is a legacy job. This is the biggest job you were ever going to have. So Solich Sol- only coached at Nebraska then, based by, based on that theory. No, no, that, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, I'm just trying to like no, that's not the theory though. Okay, you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm you're, asking you're you to understand. This is what you're gonna be. Jo- Forget Solich. We're talking about the coaches here. Solich did. Solich was embracing this job. He did fine in this job. The, the down spiral when he got fired. So he's the common denominator and ain't a negative in Frank Solich. I'm talking right now, today. These coaches, mm-hmm. this is the biggest, the best, and legacy job that they're ever going to have. Period. Do you think people outside the state of Nebraska will agree with that? I don't really care. That's where I'm curious because I think I agree with Jay where the Panthers are a bigger job because they're NFL. But Nebraska means more. There's more to do yeah. in Charlotte. I mean, like, it, Nebraska football is the program in the state. So, it's bigger you know, from that aspect. You know how many coaches the Panthers are going to have? Nobody. You only, I guarantee if you just at, went in the airport and asked, asked who's the best coach in Panthers history, some might say Dom Caper, some might be saying John Fox. It's John Fox. But you don't even hear about John Fox no more. They're still talking about Steve Wilkes and Matt Rule down there. And now they're looking for the new dude. They just had Ken Dorsey down there. They, it's well, just, the, but it's the same a, could be said about Nebraska. 
Literally, the same could be said about but, Nebraska. But you're not listening to what I'm saying. Your legacy isn't built on the NFL because you could get fired from the Jets one day and be hired in Cleveland the other day. Eric Mangini. So they don't even know where you've been, the head coach. If you get fired on Monday and you're hired as a head coach on Wednesday, if you've been out of the country, you don't even know that he got fired on Monday. When you mess up at Nebraska and you're getting paid this type of money, this is what you're getting judged on. You're still talking about Bill Callahan right here. He's one of the best offensive line coaches of all time. Can, can I say this to you? I never talked about Bill Callahan before I got here. Because you ain't you, you know. Ne- uh, look, I've been doing sports all over the country. Oh no! Well, then you must not be doing the right. Every market, sports. and hey, I hold on, hold ne- on, hold on, hold on, Did- hold on. They talk about Bill Callahan to this day, being the Cleveland Browns offensive line coach, former head coach at Nebraska. That's exactly what they say. That's the. the they don't talk the about the Raiders. They talk. That's about fantastic. Him. If that, if like, look, I'm just saying, I, I'm not. That's why some disagreeing. People, I'm trying to but understand that, but your that's thinking. Why, because so that, can, be, can we, I want to be clear. I'm not disagreeing oh, with yeah. you. I'm trying to understand in full depth right. what you mean by And you by, know what the problem is? Yeah. You want to know what the problem is? Some people don't understand it when you come take this job. It takes some big cojones to be this coach. Mm-hmm. It does. It takes a lot of responsibility because as small as Nebraska is, right, there's only, what, a million and a half, say, million and a half people mm-hmm. here, right? And I, whatever, give or take, million, million and a half, right? Mm-hmm. The third largest city is like, like Lincoln on a game day. So as small as Nebraska is, it's very big. You you know you hear coaches talking about you in a fishbowl. You gotta you gotta be nice to people out in public. You could be the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and be at the beach, and they might not know who you are. You could be the head coach at UCF, not know who you are. You could be the head coach at, at South Florida, not who, know who you are. And here, you got more things to do, and this is what's important here, bigger than a pro job. Now, if you go to the Steelers, now we can talk about it. But I'm Carolina Panthers. They're not – that's not a blue blood. This is a blue blood. This is what you're going to be judged on. You coming in here, this is the responsibility. So, not saying that they don't recognize it. Actually, I would say I think they recognize it more than people in the past. I, I honestly do, which is a little bit of alarming, whereas, quote, unquote, an outsider comes in here and is like, you know what, I understand how big this job is. Let me get, get, get to work and let me actually put some actions behind my words. But so, so I Callahan's will you, not a Super Bowl coach. I think okay. to Jay's point, he's not remembered as that because I think Nebraska has more. You don't think that you don't think like the, the Raiders' Panthers. performance on that day doesn't travel with him as much no. as what? No, I think I think no. they both no. for, for the average football fan in America. You know, you, you know what? Just you, hold on. you know what they talk about about that Super Bowl? Mm. They talk about Barrett Robbins mm-hmm. and the fact that mm-hmm. John Gruden knew all their plays. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about Bill Callahan because they know who was there before. They talk about what happened here because this is the job, man. You ain't going to get no bigger than this. And now, within reason, you talk about the Notre Dames and all those dudes. You, you said You're, top five, which kind of worries me a little bit. That's just the way it is. I wouldn't be worried about a it. Top, a top five program. You're, t- you're saying now, currently as it stands, with everything that's happened, Nebraska is still a top five program. It's one of us, but no, no lower than top ten. If I had to sit down here and get really get in, I'm just talking about this is what you're going to write your legacy on. In terms it of will like, tra- it will travel with you, good or bad. Because Nebraska resonates, right? right? I mean, 
Think about where those teams it are played on the board. Culture. Here. No. Just, I, I just need you for you. The ESPN time. still brings I, Nebraska I, I just, up for how just, bad they no, are. No, 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 no. You only know when Nebraska, they talk about Nebraska. You don't measure how, what, what, how much they talk about LSU. or sure. You don't. Sure. Like, folks sure. here don't. Well, you just well, don't. Well, it's the same thing. If like, you, you know, get, okay. oh, I'm, so, you're so, talking so, about me, so right. you remember all the times they talk about you. You right. don't remember all the times they talk about me. Right. But when but when you when Ed Ogeron tricked off LSU, what do you think that ain't going to travel with him next time? You think you think that you think they well how he left LSU, right now, which I think is a little bit skewed because they you know, the last seventeen games they were ten and seven, which obviously probably changed the standard, but probably a little bit too higher. How he left there, it going to travel with him. Not when you don't talk you don't talk about Ed Ogeron when he was the old Miss coach. Mm. That's just a, that's a after you don't talk about him when he was a defensive line coach in Miami. All the players he put in the league, you really don't even talk about him. When he was a USC coach, because he came after, you talk about what he was doing at LSU and how he left. Now, I think he left it better than it was, but at the end of the day, when you're talking about those type of universities, there's not that. These are programs. These are not just jobs. Carolina, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I don't think Car- Carolina doesn't, doesn't, Car- doesn't belong okay. in the conversation. Well, it is, because that's where he came from. Carolina, Jacksonville, those type of Arizona Cardinals, those are jobs. You go there. Cliff Kingsbury goes there, gets paid. He's in Thailand right now. So be it. He goes somewhere else, and he say he some ends up turning Texas around or something like. Why do you think Sarkeesian took the Texas job? He went to a blue blood school, learned under the, one of the biggest blue bloods, got a blue blood job. Now this is his legacy. You don't even. I mean, you do hear about what happened at USC when he was at that donor party and was a little bit tipsy, but that's all afterthought now. You're thinking about what he's going to do in Texas. And you know who else has pressure on him? He does. Because you want to know why? Arch Manning's there. Is, is, so are you saying that Texas, USC, Alabama, Georgia, Florida State, like we can go Penn State, Oklahoma, none of them are above? All of them aren't above? They're all up in there. These are jobs, dude. This Michigan, is, Ohio this State. Is, this like is what we, you, this we're is, talking about – It's. Here's let, let me let me piss some people off, but that, okay, fine. Let's have the conversation. Are you telling me Nebraska is a top five program in the Big Ten? What Currently, you, what, what are you like? Are you talking about wins or losses, or how you're being judged? You're talking. You're, me and you are talking about two different things. I'm I'm, I'm talking about if, is the Nebraska is the Nebraska job football job a top five job in the Big Ten? Currently. So here's here's what I'll ask you: Are you judged more by what you do at Wisconsin than Nebraska? That's Barry Alvarez. No, I'm not asking you. <laughs> well, I'm Barry, it's, it's Nebraska. Barry is the thing that Barry Alvarez is what came no, to mind when you asked me that. No, I don't care about Barry Alvarez. Okay, okay. That's not what. That's that. I mean, what is how many national championships does Barry Alvarez? I, I'm, I'm asking the question. How many national championships does Wisconsin if we're ba- have? If we're basing this zero on on the, on the history of, of of sports. Okay, and the history longevity. of Nebraska supersedes almost everybody in the Big but Ten. its current place in it. Right. That everybody on the job. Now, if you tell me that everybody, every coach on the on the staff, their biggest job is Nebraska, I'll say yes. I'll say yes because your explanation of that makes sense to me. That's a, that's well, that that's makes my sense. Point. I don't really care about what Barry. Yeah, Alvarez that said. that makes sense to me. I mean, because okay, we're, okay, where else? Like, I get that. Where else is anybody on that staff going to get another Power Five blue blood job at? We don't know. Because quite no, frankly, well, I was in Washington when they had a, a laundry list of coaches who, at the time, had zero resume enough to, to be in discussion. Who are all leading 
programs at a high level and a high frequency. As a matter of fact, they're the culture of coaching right now. Washington and none of where? that – the Redskins. Like who? Oh, we'll, we'll go to break here and have that conversation because that's where <laughs> – we'll go through. We'll, I'll read off the list of coaches when we come back. 